0: You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 491. Do you want to end the cycle of feeling frustration, shame, stress, and guilt? You know what I'm talking about. The cycle of beating yourself up for not being the perfect mom, spouse, or entrepreneur. Do you crave deeper connections with your spouse, your kids, and, dare I say it, yourself? If only you could control the ever growing to do list and other priorities running through your mind at all times. Do you wish you had more balance between your life and business? What if you could fall asleep, feeling at peace, and knowing your best was good enough? If those sound like things you want in your life, send me an email at taylor at happinessabound.com. I'd be honored to be able to help you achieve your dream life. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. We are kicking off another theme week and actually rounding out our last 10 episodes of the podcast until we hit episode 500, which is so overwhelmingly cool, I gotta say. It's really neat to be like on the verge of 500 episodes, just 10 away. So I'm really excited to keep this momentum going and to kick off a new theme week. And this theme week is a slight tie-in to last week's theme week, which was all about debt. And today I want to talk about, and this week I want to talk about, actually money and happiness. Because we all know money doesn't buy happiness, but We all have some weird mindsets around money and quite frankly, I think some clarity around money and how it can impact our happiness can be a big eye-opener to how we can keep moving forward and progress and improve our life. So I'm going to jump into it right now. So that said, today I want to talk about money buying comfort. Uh, I believe it's Harvard did a study on the impact of income and your happiness levels. And they found that after you hit $75,000 a year, after you made that, you hit that uh, milestone in your annual income, that any money after that didn't really impact your happiness. So what I take away from that is, is that $75,000 gives you room right gives you shelter gives you um the equivalent of a house right or a roof over your head right so shelter then it gives you the gives you food right you can afford to eat you can afford to have a roof over your head you can afford to pay your bills and you may have a little bit of comfort wiggle room right This is all saying, if you're not in debt, which is why this is a curtail onto last week's theme week. But really your necessities are met. And you hopefully would have a little bit of extra, depending on where you live and all of that, that you could start to put money towards personal growth and development and passions and things that you love to do and comfort, right? So when you look at that component and you look at our mindsets around money, for a lot of people, it's like, wow, $75,000 a year would be great to make. Yeah, 100%. But then our mindset goes, well, you know, but they just, they've, they've come by it dishonestly, or they're doing something I could never do, or they had to go to school for so many years, or whatever it may be. We start to tell ourselves these stories to stop us from going after what is our, I'm going to say the minimum happiness money goal. We start to tell ourselves these stories to stop and block ourselves because we have a belief that money can't buy happiness, that people that have money are thieves or are unfair. They'll backstab you. We have beliefs around money that once you have money, you won't be having your same friend sets and your family will come and ask you for money all the time or they'll disown you. Like whatever those beliefs are for you, there are money beliefs that we have that keep us from achieving the $75,000, I'm going to say the minimum goal. So the first thing I want to do is talk about how that minimum goal buys you comfort. It's not about being rich or being better than someone. It's not about robbing or stealing to get there. Obviously, get there morally, ethically, legally viable ways, always. But we have this mindset around this. And it's not about about those other thoughts and beliefs. I just want to open your mind to the idea that money can buy comfort. Because if you don't have a roof over your head, Are you comfortable? Are you able to focus on being happy when you're trying to find shelter? Are you able to work on yourself and progress when you have nowhere to live? Are you able to focus? Are you able to breathe when you don't know where your next meal is coming from? No. Now, let's say you have a roof over your head. You know where your next meal is coming from. But money is so tight that you are living paycheck to paycheck. And times like the holidays are coming up. And you don't know how you'll be able to manage to do it. Whether it's gifts or even just to keep the roof over your head and food on the table. Does that pressure, that stress, that intensity free your mind up to go, what makes me happy and what's my purpose here? No. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, if you're worried about where you're going to be living, if you're worried about food, if you're worried about these base necessities, you can't evolve past them to get to a level of comfort and clearness to focus on your happiness. So now you may not be in those situations. You may have a roof over your head. You may know where your food's coming from and you may not be living paycheck to paycheck. But is there still some money stress, right? Because maybe it's, that's the debt component. I want to encourage you to look at your money mindset. What thoughts do you have around money? And do you believe that, yeah, money doesn't buy happiness, so I don't need to make a ton of money to be happy? You're right. You don't have to make a ton of money, but you should And I'm going to use the word should, but I really probably should be could, right? You want to make enough money to be comfortable. That's it, right? Let's set that as our minimal baseline. So if you are not comfortable, and what I mean by that, comfortable enough that you're not focusing on all the high stress items, but you can actually have the clarity and the freedom to focus on the next levels of you, when you are there, you can be happier. When you are not there, money can buy comfort. And I say buy, but really money is an exchange for comfort. If you have the roof over your head, you have the food, you can pay the bills, you can focus on those next level items. It's because you have a level of comfort and security in the amount of money you make. So just look at your life and your relationship with money. I'm not saying there's anything right or wrong here. Saying there's a study that said 75000 I think that that correlates to having the necessities covered and a little bit of comfort, and then exchanging that amount of income for the comfort, which then allows you to have the ability to focus on the next level things in your life and actually be happier because you're not stressed out about all the things that are necessities. So I want you to consider where you are at in that line. Are you worried about the roof? Are you worried about the food? Are you worried about the utilities? Are you worried about the debt? Or are you in a space, and it doesn't matter if it's a 75000 or not, are you in a space where you feel comfortable and can progress? And if you are not, take a look at the money mindsets that you may have and how they may be holding you back. This is something I really enjoy talking about, and I actually, I love money. I don't think that it's evil. I think that it buys me a huge amount of comfort or trades me a huge amount of comfort that allows me to focus on creating things like the podcast. I'm not stressed about all these other components because I make enough money so I can focus on providing more value and being my best self. So I love talking about this, which is why this theme week is really exciting for me. I might go into a little bit more mindset stuff later on this week, but tune in because I have a full week planned of great money and happiness connections for you. So that said, I'm going to leave you with that today, although I did promise that after episode 500 that we would have a shift in format, and I'm really excited to announce that I will be moving to a format where I will create podcast episodes that fit in one of a few categories, and those categories are your identity, so who you are and who you want to be, your vision, what you want your life to look like, your mindset, which is the choices that you make then your behaviors, which is leadership of yourself and even others, and how that equates to happiness. So I'm really excited to be going into those categories each and every week with you and adjusting the format to really take that formula of how your identity, your vision, your mindset, your leadership can equal happiness in your life. So make sure you stay tuned after episode 500. It's a little bit of a format change, but I think it will be awesome. So that said, have a wonderful day. Check your money mindset and above everything else. Remember, you are capable of happiness abound.